Hello, you are now listening to the Stoke Hub podcast. Enjoy. Right, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Stoke Hub um, podcast. This is episode two. I'm with today's special guest, Harvey SCFC. Welcome, mate. Hello, glad to be on. Well, good, to, good to hear from you. Right, so obviously we'll have to go into the first, obviously the most previous game, Derby on Saturday. What are your, what are your thoughts on it? I thought, I didn't think the ref had control over the game in the second half. No, ref was that, tried for me. Um, that kind of spoiled it for me. I think if, have had the ref have been a different ref, but the decisions, like the penalty had still been given, I don't think it would have been as bad. Um, obviously, Derby are a very aggressive side and that's something they bring into their game. Um, but... There's not much you can do about it because that's a championship and we can't moan about it this week because we've got Preston and Leeds this week who, again, are another few dirty sides. So, yeah. you know, that's how you yeah. get points as well in the championship. You know, I don't think that's something we've brought into the games. And I think that's why we struggle a little bit, especially in the midfield. Yeah, well, obviously there has been talks in, obviously, the midfield. What are your opinions on Joe Allen? Obviously, there's been a bit of... Uh, I think it's been unfair criticism, to be honest. Um, the miss, these things happen. He's not a striker. He's not expected to put them chances away. He's not relied on to put them chances away. Obviously, being able to do so is, but his game is get the ball from defence to the attackers. And yeah. I think he's done it all right. Some of his passing's yeah. been a little bit off, uh, but he worked his socks off every week, so... I don't see why people should uh, should criticise him. Yeah, well, he's he is more of like an all and all midfielder, isn't he? But the the thing is, well, I don't get is the people criticise him for littlest things like that he doesn't track back or whatever. I don't, as you say, it is probably unfair criticism to him. Mm. But what what would you say on bringing Etebo back? It's a must, isn't it, for Preston? Yeah, I think we need to bring Etebo back, um, either for Klukas or Allen. Um, I'd probably go for Klukas to get dropped. Um, I think Etebo offers that a little bit more creativity than Klukas, um, but also can defend, which I think Klukas is a little bit more weaker at. Yeah. Right, um, and obviously we got to go. The second goal was a bit slept on, wasn't it? As you said on Twitter. The, from um, Butland to, I think it was Gregory to Hogan. Brilliant goal, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it, it started off from Smith to Bart and I thought, oh, we're passing it back again, you know, we can't be doing this. Yeah. Um, Butland gets it and it's genuinely one of the best kicks I've ever seen him do. Straight yeah. over the top of everyone and Gregory's nature to chase the ball down helped because... Um, some strikers would have just let it roll and they wouldn't have gone for it. But Gregory and Hogan, especially, they chase it down. Um, and Hogan's always in the areas. So, you know, Gregory spotted him. Yeah. Rest is history, as you say. Yeah, yeah. You know, pe- people say that John Pickford's in the England team for his kicking ability. But I don't think I've ever seen him do a kick that good. No, and I watch a lot of Premier League, and um, I th- and he 
he actually passes it out a lot more than I would have expected for someone to be brought in just for their kicking ability. Yeah, so, I think Butland's reflexes are quite good, but again, Pickford's are sublime as well. Yeah, well, he did he mm. did put in a shift, didn't he? For, for all the criticism he got, obviously in the last previous games, he did put in a shift. He probably saved us from getting beat there, I reckon. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely. I agree with that. Key saves. Key Especially saves. that one late on, which from my angle, um, at the top of the Tar Mountain stand, I thought the Derby player had actually messed the whole um, <laughs> chip up because he tried. I thought he tried to dink him, um, but looking back at the replays, it was brilliant save from Butland. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So big controversy. The. <laughs> Whatever happened to Tom Tommy Smith, I haven't really looked back on it. But I think it was Lawrence or Josephine that pushed him into the um, into the barriers. What are your thoughts on Lawrence? Lawrence pushed him into the barriers, um, and I thought that was really uncalled for. It's a red, mm. and then straight red, straight red. I, I mean, well, I think where I'm definitely where I'm, a yellow. Yeah, where I'm sat in the Tar Mountain stand, it was directly in front of me if you've seen my vlog from derby the other day you, it, i had a pretty clear view of it um yeah josephine with the tackle on it uncalled for um it wasn't really a tackle was it well it was more <laughs> let's assault, be honest, to be honest. There. it was <laughs> yeah he stomped he stomped on the back of his knee and then um kept kept on going until he was on the floor you know um that's, i watched the game back yesterday red. I watched the game back yesterday, something I found, I found quite funny. Josephine thought Ince was going in for a, a handshake and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing escalated. Um, obviously, Smith getting pushed into the barriers, if he'd have been a couple of feet back, you know, he would have hit his head. Um, and that could have been something quite serious. So, luckily, yeah. he was where he was and didn't get hurt. Um, obviously, we wouldn't ha- want it to happen to any player. Um, no. But it was just lucky he wasn't too far back because he could have got seriously hurt. And um, the fact that the referee didn't pick up on it, um, he had to go to his linesman to see what happened. That was extremely poor refereeing. If you can't keep your eyes on, you know, an almost a fight breaking out in the middle of a pitch. Mm. Um, Hopefully the EFL have a word with him. Um, He missed a lot of things... Ince being brought down in the box. Um, Alan getting pushed over by his face. Yeah. He missed that. Yeah. It was a bit useless, the ref was. Would you, would you say in terms of decisions, obviously VAR is a bit of a... It's a bit of a... Um, a mess. <laughs> yeah, no one really likes it, but would you say it's needed in the championship? I, it's, it's a bit of a hard decision, I reckon, but... Obviously, in the Prem, it's caused a bit of uproar, but... I think in the playoffs, it's needed because of how much money's at stake. Um, in Obviously, the Wembley final, I can completely accept it. Semi-finals as well. Yeah. Um, but in normal games, I don't think it would really make too much difference. Uh, obviously, it's not... It, at the end of the day, it's the referee's job to like to look over these decisions and be like... This is a red. This is a yellow. Yeah. Um. Like, some some of the EFL refs we've had last couple of months. Um. 
have been absolutely dreadful. Um, the one on Saturday is probably the worst refereeing performance I've ever seen. It was tragic. It was. Um, but hopefully we can uh, get a decent ref against Preston and Leeds. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that, how the Premier League seems to have quite higher quality refs than Championship League 1 and League 2. And I think that's right. I think that they all have to be at the same standard. Yeah. Because it's all, in, in the end of the day, it's all the same same game, isn't it? It's just the professional. It's obviously a level of professional that you need. And, yeah, we got John Brooks for pressing. Don't really know too much about him, but hopefully he's a decent ref. Has he so refed any of our recent games last season or anything? Uh, oh, he refed Wigan at home. We're going to home, lost 3-0. Yeah. Sent Ashley Williams off. Yep. So. But, so, hasn't got a good track record with Stokies already. No. Well, he said it was deserved. The one, the one we had oh, on yeah. Saturday, he sent Klukas off at QPR away last season, didn't he? I think he was the same ref. But To be fair, Klukas deserved that. Yeah. That was, that was a bit shocking. He, he sent a QPR player off as well, so, uh, yeah. towards the end. Yeah, so it was it was even. Right, um, we'll go on to the team now. Um, what changes would you make, obviously, for Preston in midweek? I can't see any changes need to be made. No. I think that squad was all right. The only player I would bring in is Etebo for yeah, Klukas or Allen. Um, Butland was fantastic. Um, obviously... Should have only conceded one goal. Penalty. Still not sold on it. No. Um, everyone was caught out um, first two think, minutes, so... Yeah. Well, I the, think the penalty could have gone either way. It would have been fair to give it, and it would have been fair to not give it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, well, Nathan the, Jones said in his post-match interview, he said um, it was just poor defending, not spotting danger, dangling leg out in the box, you know. Yeah. So, I would yeah. I would probably take out Smith for Edwards. Um, yeah, I, I've heard a lot of that. No, I'd in my opinion, I I do rate Edwards more, but I'd keep I'd keep Smith in. Just he go he goes forward more attackingly, like falls mm. into the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, but you could also have the argument and say um, he was at fault for that first goal, a little bit too central. Yeah. Well, um. He wasn't at fault for and the first then, And then he gave away the penalty as well, really. Yeah, but apart from that, got forward fairly well. I think defensively now we, we're all right. We dealt with majority of the chances, obviously the penalty in the um, first goal. We need to wake up um, from the first whistle. Yeah. Um, but Derby couldn't get the ball off us in like the first 50 seconds. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, obviously the two strikers up front were Gregory and Hogan. Hogan spoke out and said he disliked his time at Villa and he wanted to stoke permanent. In my opinion, I'd take him. He's two goals. Oh, definitely. I'd take him every day of the week. But yeah. um, I, thought, I did quick, think Lindsay got that first one. And he can finish. Looking back on it, I, um, obviously he said that Lindsay had headed the ball into his face. Um, now he's said that, I do see it. Yeah. I yeah. do see it more than before. Yeah, right. So, 
Guy go on to obviously Preston and Leeds. What what would your score prediction be for Preston? Comfortable two one. Hopefully, I think again we'll concede early on. Yeah. Um. Very slow to start off with. Um. But I feel like we're creating enough chances to at least put two in. Maybe three. Maybe four. Maybe five at a push. We just need we just need to have a little bit more clinicality. Yeah, well, last yeah, time we played, it, it was two all, wasn't it? it? Was two all? Crouchy with the no, goal. No, last time we last time we played them, it was two nil at their home, and then um, that was right early in the season because yeah, yeah. Eric it was two scored two, screamer. It yeah, was two two at Deepdale and two nil at yeah. um ours. Yeah, Crouchy. Yeah. With the goal. <laughs> Last goal in his professional history ever. Well, yeah, he did score against, um, was it Shrewsbury in the cup? I think it was. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously we've got leads twice in how many days? In Two, three uh, days. Something ridiculous. Yeah, it's, Leeds is a hard game as well, and especially when you got them in the car. It's Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. The draw could have fell a little bit more kindly. Um, we could have got Crew Alexandra or yeah, someone crew. like that. Yeah, um, pro- no disrespect yeah, to Crew. It would be an easier game. They are a League Two side. Uh, rather than playing arguably one of the best championship sides twice in two days with a 48 hour rest. Yeah. Yeah. Scott yeah. class. Yeah. You know. So- yeah, yeah, something else. Right. Um, so, what? anything else you want to go along with, um, Jack? Anything you want to talk about? Um, well, I, I just wanted to add to the points about the Leeds game. I went to the Leeds game last year. Yeah. And um, where we won 2 1. And um, we, we went for three at the back, which yeah. I think we should stick with. Well, I thought we played really well against Wigan with three at the back. Mm. Um, I and um, I thought I a wing back was better than James McLean. I think James well, McLean's settling in more. Like now, he, he's definitely improved in the left wing back position. Yeah, I feel like the pressure's off for him now. Yeah, I think he was a bit nervous. QPR Charlton, but uh, well, didn't play Charlton. No. Um, Bit nervous against QPR, but I feel like he's found his feet a bit more. Yeah, and uh, the substitutions were a bit late, in my opinion. But uh, Derby. Yeah, Derby. Yeah. You... Yeah, you could say that. Oh, I yeah. think I've always said Tyrese Campbell um, this season. I said he, he's seventy-five minute player when the defense is getting tired. Um, I mean, I pointed out to the people around me. Matt Clark looked absolutely knackered in like the 60th odd minute. Um, so that's kind of the time where you need to bring in more pacey players on uh, and exploit them being tired and slow. Yeah. Those two at the back were rock, weren't they? Richard Keogh and, and yeah. Clark. Oh, we had two small strikers, arguably. And if it's the championship, past. though. You need these units almost. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we've got with Ryan Shawcross and Danny Bark. But when Shawcross gets himself injured for four months, you know, um, we're sort of stuck. 
And I think I, I think, think um, Collins is well built. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. I think Collins is definitely future club captain. Um, probably vice captain now. Mm. I think if he if that, he decides um, to stay with us for a while, um, until Shawcross retires, um, I can see him captaining us. Mm. If he's getting into the first team now at what nineteen? Eighteen, nineteen, yeah. He's still got yeah. another eight years before he gets into his prime and if he's breaking into a championship club now. I mean if you saw um, him yeah. I don't know whether he's you He's already watched, been called up for Ireland. Exactly. Well, which is brilliant. I'm so I mean, happy for him. I don't know if you watch her, but Stumpeg made a point yeah, the yeah. other day in a video and she said yeah. and if Bolton fan, League One fan, you know, is spotting Nathan Collins, then, you know, she, do, she doesn't watch Stoke week in, week out, and if she's spotting something special in Nathan Collins, and to be honest, I do feel a bit sorry for her, because if she's looking at players to watch out for, we've got five or six Youth Academy graduates. Yeah, um, well, obviously, Campbell, Verlinden, etc. Quite good on um, producing youth. Uh, obviously, we've got the other ones, Dunwoody and Jarvis, p- players like that. I can see. I can see a few more breaking I think, in. I think we've got an underrated academy, in, mm. in my personal opinion. Yeah, I don't. Definitely. I don't think it's right up there, but I think that it's definitely one of the best in the championship. At the mm. I can definitely see um, Trey Pemberton at least. Yeah. Maybe breaking through, obviously, doesn't really fit Jones's system. I think he plays as a right winger. Yeah, right winger. Um, well, he's been he's been playing uh, right wing back, right back for a couple under twenty three games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and he's really quick going forward, the tackling side of his game, and then I think he's the perfect wing back if. Smith or Edwards were to leave. Mm. Well, we've obviously got, I think he's a forward, uh, Mohamed Sanko. I think he's 15 yeah. or 16. Yeah, he, he he's was. 15 at all my days. I, I think as soon as he's eligible for mm. first team football, get him training with the first team. 100%. Because, because I say exactly the same thing. If he's, he's breaking into the under twenty three squad, yes, he's valid. He's only playing on the bench, but for a fifteen year old to break into an under twenty three side, yeah, yeah, and that's as high as up as you can go without because he's not eligible yet. I think no. you have to be like no. fi- sixteen, seventeen to yeah, sixteen. I think it is. Um, yeah, and I turned sixteen the other day, and to think I'm technically eligible to play professional football is. Weird. Yeah. I don't know, I think I think you'd be a good number three behind Davies and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Harvey and Danny Bat at the back, that'll be that'd be something else that would... oh, could you imagine me in defence? Little steak. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that would be something else. <laughs> Alright. So do you wanna go on to the questions asked from Instagram? We could do. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, just got off. Um, once again, we've got no questions from Twitter. No, we know. I don't think we ever asked on. Ask on Twitter. If we I did for the first podcast. 
Yeah. Right, I found them. Right, so Ryan.Ward underscore asked, should we have some fresh chance coming into the club? 100%. The more chance, the merrier, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Unita, it's just Unita getting a bit dead hearing the same chance. A bit like deja vu. Yeah. Um, if you look at a club like Aston Villa, they've got a chant for almost every player. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. they've had a massive over- overhaul of new players this summer, but if you look at um, the end of last season, they had... Um, a chant for pretty much everyone at the club. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what we need, and it boosts the players' morale. It's does does bits on the pitch as well. Mm. Yeah, and obviously yeah. And a I lot don't... of the a lot of the players we did have chance for have obviously left this summer. Berian, obviously, we'll still sing it because you know we absolutely love him. And Moniesa, <laughs> Moniesa, Adam, yeah, um, Crouchy, obviously, the other week. Yeah. Retired. That's one thing I'll say. Um, on the subject of Charlie Adam, um, that game against Leeds last year, um, he was absolutely sublime. Yeah. He was ball. Yeah. Again, another player unfairly criticised, I think. Yeah, well, he's doing bits at Blackburn now. He's... Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's saying he's only getting him fit to play for Blackburn that's a bit harsh but, you know mm. he is a bit of a club legend obviously the goal against Chelsea <laughs> mm. the goal that was right so second question Jack Martison underscore 103 asked do you think our current league position reflects our performances no definitely 100%. not no if I thought better team versus Charlton Look, if you look mm. at the heat map, all all the players were in the chart and half. Mm. They scored three from four opportunities. Um, I think look, we were the better team against Derby. We had twenty shots against Derby. Mm. You know, that, they had seven. Yeah. So I mean, that, again, another... I mean, again, I'm going to quote Nathan Jones, um, but he said. Some of the teams above us have played nowhere near as good enough. It's you know it's the championship in it, yeah. um, but especially if we can put some decent performances against Preston and Leeds, two solid sides. I think, I think if we get results like that, I think you know we'll really put a statement down and say you know we're not here to mess about and make up the numbers yeah. as people think we are at the moment. Mm. And after Reading's win, obviously we're sat bottom of the championship, but. What can you do? It's only three games. But where where would you expect us to be in a few months' time? It depends. It depends. If we continue playing like this, then definitely at least playoffs. Pushing towards that. If everyone stays fit. Yeah. Obviously, getting Ryan back will be a bonus around Christmas time as well. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think. People give Ryan Shawcross enough credit for how good no. he is. No. Right, so Jamie Speed underscore asked opinion on Joe Allen. Obviously, we've already said, but if you want to break anything else. Unlucky. He's been unlucky. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was the first, I'll, I'll be the first one to stick up for him. Like the other day, put on my Twitter. Um, got a bit of stick, but... Stoke FT seems to hate him. <laughs> Well, I don't get all the criticism on Twitter. I think they're just looking for a scapegoat. Yeah, 
personally. Yeah. Mm. You know. But the common denominator a lot of the a lot of the um like arguments against him are the common denominator between the Premier League side and now is Joe Allen and Jack Butland. It's mm. like Jack Jack Butland can't really do anything apart from, you know, make saves. Mm. And Joe Allen hasn't been that bad, you know. He was player of the season when we went down. Yeah. Um because he was he was our best performer, definitely. Mm. And then last last year he really put shift in and then he he hasn't been too great this year, but I don't think he deserves half as much of a stick that he gets. Mm. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he his, uh, wasn't he our top scorer last year? Uh, I, th- I think that's Benicophobi. It was him and Phobi that were up there, weren't they? Yeah, that's that's why yeah. I think he's getting criticism though. It's because Benicophobi's left, and they've got no, no one's got anyone else to you know take it out on. Because let's be honest, no, I don't know a single Stoke fan that actually likes Benicophobi. I mean. He, you know, he's all right. Yeah. I think it's just low on confidence. Um, I think yeah. the way we booed it, uh, people booed him off the other oh, week against QPR was disgraceful. Um, uncalled for. I, I don't want to see our fans booing players off ever. No, you know, it's I mean, fair enough not... if we've lost 5 0, but you don't boo an individual off. Well, well e- even then, though, I don't think I don't think that it is like worth it. Booing no. them off, because our team will always try their best, you know. Mm. More, some players more than others. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I don't think that Tom Hintz tries as hard as Joe Allen, but it doesn't mean he deserves booing off for it. No, I mean Tom Hintz this season's been brilliant. I think so far, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. better than He's last been... season. Yeah, definitely. I reckon he's had a proper talking to by Nathan Jones and he's yeah. been put in his preferred position. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, last year um, I felt he was trying to create stuff out of nothing, whereas this year I think everyone's playing to each other's strengths. Um, I mean, if you look at um, McLean, he's bombing forwards yeah. and then going back, you've got people like Bart giving him extra support. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get what you mean. Right, next question is from IZ underscore Seb underscore. What will the score be against Preston? Obviously, two one. Yeah, what would you say, Jock? Um, I'd probably say two one. Two pushing three or four. Right. Yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably say nice one nil win. I would. If we can put chances away. I don't think we'll have a problem. No. No. And no. with Hogan, he's obviously picked up some more confidence. You know, man- managing to get two goals against um, against Derby will definitely help him out. I think that also Lee Gregory getting the assist will help out with his confidence going forward as well. Yeah. Brian Woods as well. Yeah, Ryan Woods. Brian Woods has been oh, Brilliant performance. Got the old Mr. Ryan Woods back. Yeah. Mr. Consistent, yeah. Yeah, he obviously didn't work under Rawit's system when we first brought him in, but I think well, I think it's good that, that he's... You know. I think that when, when we 
Smith brought him in and he was playing on the route. He was really good, but then he got, I think he got injured and he was out of the side and then he just wasn't put back in. Cause, who did, um, who did we play instead of him? Um, Lucas, was it? Uh, yeah, I, think, played I a, think it was Lucas. I don't think, didn't, we didn't play a defensive midfielder, we played a number 10, didn't we? Mm, yeah. Who was the number that. 10? Not a clue, I can't even remember. Weren't we playing Berrino behind Crouch or something? Oh, yeah, we were. We were, oh, just, we were playing Crouch and a Phobie up front together. It was no, something we like Crouch that, wasn't it? And then it was Berrino in behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, that was mad. Uh, <laughs> didn't he score on his debut for yeah, the Yeah, for Zalbaran game. game, yeah, he scored. Which is just tells you something, doesn't it? Benicophobia uh, uh, as well scored it? Bristol City the other week the day as well, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Ryan Woods captained the game under Rowett. Yeah, he did. It was quite early yeah. on, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was it was a surprise to everyone, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Isn't Ryan Woods a Stoke fan though as well? Uh yeah, I saw yeah, was I saw a picture staff. of him, he had a Stoke shirt on when he was a kid. Uh, mm. So, so always good. Um, so we've only got one question left. It's not really a question. Someone just said do a giveaway, one thousand subs. Okay. I, I'm not Is sure this to me or? I I presume it's towards you. Um. Yeah. It, it obviously it depends when. Um. But I was planning on doing a Christmas give giveaway anyway. Well, um, you're at how many are you at now? Seven hundred odd. 718 or something. Yes. Oh, 722 you're at. Oh, is it 722? Yeah. Sub count's been wrong then. <laughs> Unless I've gained about five <laughs> subs in the last 20 minutes. Probably. Probably. <laughs> um. So, ours now, I think Josh has them. Not too sure. Because we got asked a load of questions on Instagram, obviously towards us, whatever, have you? Um, so someone said, who should start more often, Carter Vickers or Collins? Collins. Reckon? Um, I honestly think it should be both of them in a back three. Mm. That, that's just my personal view. Yeah. I mean, if we can get... um. Etebo and Ince, obviously it's going to be a complicated system. How are we going to work it? Obviously we're going to need to drop the number 10. Uh, not the number 10, the, the holding midfielder. Mm. But I do think Ryan would be able well, to do a shift in normal centre-mid anyway. Yeah. Well, I think that's what everyone thought against Wigan. But it was more of two defensive midfielders with the number 10. In, mm. uh, in Cousins and Woods. It'd suit Etebo. Yeah, definitely. If we put Etebo into that, into sort of where Cousins was next to Woods, I mm. think that that would be the perfect place for him. Yeah. This is, as well with that, we're not relying on Smith and McLean to get back and we can launch counter-attacks a lot easier. Exactly. Because yeah. we, we play quite wide sometimes. McLean's sometimes not making the runs quick enough, same with Smith on the other side, but if they're already there um, and having the back three doing the defensive duty, I'm having, having three centre-backs, 
uh, Lindsay yeah. Barton, Collins, or whatever. You know, it's only obviously Jones plays fast attacking football, so it can only help. And I think we should give it a go. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, fast attacking football is something that we've missed since the Stoke Alona period. Mm. You know. Yeah. That, yeah, that well, was obviously Orny and Shark and Bojan obviously helped for, mm. the, for the build-up play. I mean, oh, no. after that it was slow. It's yeah. been slow ever since. Rowett, very, very slow. Mm. Um, more possession-based football. For... Yeah, I think he was kind of a stats-based manager because his his tactics didn't really seem to work. How many games did we win on the Rowett, was it? Five or six. It, it was poor. And that's not including, I don't even think we won all pre-season, to be honest. No, it was no. poor. Um, it wasn't I great. We, I think we drew with, like, Monaco, though. I think didn't that we? might have been the summer before, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because Mbappe was beat... still at Monaco. Yeah. And we had Grant yeah. then, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that tweet where it says um, Grant saves from Mbappe or something. Yeah, that was... Yeah, because we, cause we also then beat Leipzig the game before, didn't we? Yeah. Leipzig, yeah. That that would have been yeah. 2017. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. second. So, Owen Culver says, thoughts on the formation change? I'm assuming that's for Wigan. Yeah, I, I would I would say it's positive because it's, mm. it's just a change in the bat in the defense, isn't it? Uh, what was it from like back four to back three, or is it the way around? Mm. It was like a three, yeah, three five, three two, five two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it like certainly it. caught Wigan out because they struggled break it down. Um, midfield, we completely dominated, probably because we had five or six players there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously, I, we could have we could have definitely got more than one. It's just Sam Vokes's accuracy isn't the best. Just I think he's just low on confidence at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, just poofing it over the. Hopefully, but when he's firing on all cylinders, as confident as he likes, he's yeah. he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, but, like he was in that um, when Burnley went up. I think he scored like twenty goals that season. Yeah, I think I think personally, it's mad that he played with Ashley Barnes. Like, look at Ashley Barnes now; he's mm. scoring. Isn't against he like joint top scorer in the Premier League at the moment? Ashley yeah. Barnes. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. I, I think, don't think anybody predicted that. No, definitely not. I think that's the last question. Yeah, that's it. It's just one that says Edward should be played over Smith. Obviously, we've already talked about that. Um. Yeah, that's it. Um. Right, Harvey. Thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. Right, it was nice having yeah, you. It's been it's cheers. been class having you. Nah, thanks for having me on. Right, cheers, Harvey. Cheers. Right, ob- right obviously check out the podcast on Acast, SoundCloud, Spotify, what have you. Um. Yeah, obviously next Saturday or something like that. Um. So yeah, see you then. Come on, you Stoke.